This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! I'm your pre-owned I don't fool with no horses, boy. He's a habitual line stepper. Any savage at all, your mustache is crooked. Come on, man. So what we doing out there, man? What the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Oh my good goodness gracious! Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. I'm the man of the hour, the man of the power, too sweet to be sour! Plausibly live, but recorded in parts, from the rolling hills of Saratoga County, New York, it's the one, the only, Keep It To Yourself podcast. And now, here's your host, Jason Boyd. I have no idea who he is. But he was dug and dug. All right, that's enough, Morgan. And you're quite welcome to it. Howdy, folks. Welcome to episode 142 of the Old Kitty Pod. I'm recording this on Friday, the 3rd of December, 2021. Hope all of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'll tell you how about how I celebrated the holiday real soon here and also plans for this holiday season as we're now on the long road to Christmas. And for those of you of the Mosaic Persuasion, my guess is that you're enjoying Hanukkah, but in all likelihood, it may be over by the time this episode drops. We'll see about it. But, all right, let's get to the social media right here before we get ourselves in a deeper hole than we already are. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at keep underscore podcast. There's also the Keep It To Yourself Facebook page. I no longer give out my civilian Instagram. I don't think it's really worth it, but that's just me. Boo hiss all you want, but that's that's my exact decision right there. All right, folks, as I mentioned off the top, we have just come off the Thanksgiving holiday, and I certainly hope it was a great one for you out there. I'm about to tell you how I celebrated the holiday. This is the vanity portion if you haven't sussed it out just yet. Well, it all started earlier in the week. We could back the truck up at the beginning. My dad proposed to me that I would spend the night before Thanksgiving, not here in the rolling hills of Saratoga County, all by my lonesome like two years ago. Rather, I would spend it at their house. Well, actually my dad's companion's house in North Downs, but let's not split hairs here. And I would come back, just Dad and I, on Thanksgiving Day to celebrate with my sister, her husband, and my nephew, Hunter. So I said, all right, I'm not going to be working that day. I have that day off. I put in for it. And earlier in the previous week, there was rumor going around, which was confirmed, that we would not only get Thanksgiving Day off Thursday, the 25th, but the next day off, the 26th, Black Friday which I thought was really great. So I had a nice little holiday break there, vacation, if you will. So Wednesday, about mid-morning, we pack up the car, all three of us, sally forth from the Rolling Hills to the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts, met up with my uncle out at the sports bar. There was a whole complex. That was like the only thing open. The bowling alley's been closed since pretty much the whole length of the COVID pandemic. And that's wrinkled some of the locals over there in North Downs. But it was a Great little place to go. 
My dad's been there. He's been sitting there while my Nancy had gone bowling in pre-COVID times. But back to the lecture at hand. It was great seeing Uncle Al again. There was no Aunt Betsy this time. She was off doing her own thing pre-Thanksgiving. Everything is going good with them. Now, in Massachusetts, this is how they do it with the students day before Thanksgiving. New York State, they give their students the day before Thanksgiving off. So you only have two days, Monday and Tuesday, in the week for school. Massachusetts, they give their students half a day. So they just there in the morning, and that gives them the afternoon to you know go home and get ready for a turkey day. Well, at this place, family started streaming in while the four of us were in there, and as you could expect and one could imagine, it got a little louder there. We were behind a group, or there was a group behind us. They were doing like their own Friendsgiving thing, just, just getting together, probably old pals from high school, college, whatever. I would assume the former. And they had the big table behind us. So we're at this place right near the entrance, and... You know, people started streaming in who were working that day, some working stiffs of North Adams, the Holt Mond, if you will. And then all these people with their families came streaming in steadily as the afternoon wore on. So that was that. Went back to the house, just hung out, tried to fend off the burdenous beast of boredom as best I could. You know, here's the thing. We have smart TVs here at Bullet House. Over at my dad's companion's house, they brought the Google Chromecast. So you have the phone. You have the power, as it were, to, and you have to suffer through whatever, you know, that person wants to watch. So I had my phone with me. I'm just flipping around, as you could do with YouTube TV. There's this one channel, I believe it's called Cozy, C-O-Z-I, and I was all of a sudden watching an old episode of Quincy M.E. For those of you who are of age, this was a show, actually for those of you younger who don't remember what the hell I'm talking about or don't know, uh, this was a show... That starred Jack Klugman. This is the guy who used to be on The Odd Couple. He played Oscar Madison. In this uh, crime drama series, he plays this coroner. And, he, you know, he's doing autopsies that help solve crimes. So I watched a little bit of that. Flipped around, watched some basketball. These holiday tournaments were going on. Like the Maui Invitational, which was played in Las Vegas. There's still travel restrictions in Hawaii. I hate to turn this into Jason Sports Corner. By the way, no talk of MLB labor struggles. I'm not going anywhere near that. It jerks me off. All right, mini rant over. Hey, back to the lecture at hand. So just spending the afternoon, whiling away the time. And then my dad's companion says, hey, for a little while here at the house, we're going to be babysitting my two granddaughters. Mine mean her. Pronouns, pal. Thanks, Vince. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Ruining NXT 2.0. Anyway. So we had some company over the house. My companion's two granddaughters, Addie and Madeline, or Adeline as I like to call the combined unit. They had a good time. They brought their Nintendo Switch. Oh, those kids with their devices and whatnot. Man, it made me feel old. So I played Mario Kart on the Nintendo Switch. And played a little bit of that. Then Dad and I briefly left the house to go to this Domino's Pizza place. Not a sponsor. Hello, Scar Brothers and at Scar Brothers. Got him some pizza, got some chicken wings. It was real good. It was great having company. Uh, my dad's companion took the two girls back. They did the high kickoff, took them back to their house, and that's how they waited out the evening. The babysitting portion came because their parents decided to go out with uh, other relations for the night before Thanksgiving. About 9 o'clock, uh, Nancy, that's my dad's companion, comes back. We're watching TV. 
We settle on the Saturday Night Live Thanksgiving special on NBC. And about 11 o'clock, we decide, well, time to go hit the sack, Jack. Then I get up Thanksgiving morning, no opportunity to lock myself out of the house on the front porch because it was too darn cold out, so I had to keep it indoors, sip coffee in the living room, and then watch a little bit of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and dug a little bits of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 Turkey Day Marathon streaming on Twitch. Which I didn't really dig into all that much. I just got little bits and pieces as time would allow. Then about, I believe it was 10.30, Dad and I and Nancy, all three of us went our separate ways. I went with the old man back here to the Rolling Hills and went over to my sister's house. This cafe in Mechanicville provided quite the spread. And let me tell you, when it comes to holidays like Thanksgiving, I'm what's known as a volume eater. I've never heard that term before. You came up with it just now. Okay, that's the truth, but kindly shut up and let me continue talking. Anyway, lost my train of thought here. All right, back to Thanksgiving. All right, back at my sister's house, there's my sister, there's my brother-in-law, there's my nine-year-old nephew, Hunter. All five of us are piled in there, sat around the table. Well, my nephew had an alternate venue inside the house, and that's what they call the quiet room. So, I don't know. I think holidays like this, you got to have the whole family there, but that's just me. Anyway... People going to do what they going to do. Anyway, gang, had a great spread. Had turkey with all the trimming. Stuffing, mashed potatoes, cornbread. Oh, boy, there was a lot there and a whole bunch of desserts as well. And appetizers, horse duvers, if you will. So we were well fed on the day, me more so than Dad. So much so, I almost didn't want to eat dinner that night because I was just stuffed almost to the gunnel. Oh, boy. And that's on top of a feast I had at work two days previous. My boss is a gentleman by the name of Howard Gross at this business called eBizDocs. His side hustle is running this place in Troy called The Ironworks. Gave him a free plug there. And it was like it must have been like mesquite smoked turkey or something like that we got. But we got all the trimmings, cranberry sauce, stuffing, mashed potatoes, etc. And for dessert, a choice of either a slice of apple or pumpkin pie. And towards the end of that on Tuesday... One of the supervisors said, hey, did you want to take some stuff home? One of them asked, and I said no. And then another asked, I said, I changed my mind. So I took home turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, and one each of those slices of pie. And I wound up having the leftovers three nights later on Black Friday after uh, Papa Beezer, Papa Bull, as my dad, went back to the Berkshires. So it was quite the Thanksgiving Holiday, Black Friday was restful, went grocery shopping, didn't do very much, just hung out at the pad, took it easy. Saturday came, it was Small Business Saturday, went up to Saratoga, paid a friend of the show and new mom Anne-Marie Guglielmo a brief visit during my travels up there, paid her a visit and her new kid at By the Bottle up in Saratoga. Shout out to you Anne-Marie, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Browse around Northshire Bookstore. The joint was jumping. Holy mackerel, it was crowded in there. Jeez, I'm crow. I only lasted about a good five minutes in there. I was just browsing around. You know, maybe there's books I'm interested in that when I do hopefully get a gift card for them for Christmas or my birthday, I'll go up on New Year's and, you know, purchase these books. Then I went up Broadway, went to this little coffee shop, got me some tea. I was in the mood for hot cocoa. And speaking of which, that's going to come up right now. Made the long walk down Broadway, 
to Death Wish Coffee, and a big shout-out to them. They start out near Bullet House in Round Lake, but now they have a whole facility in downtown Saratoga Springs that opened earlier this year. They had this thing on Facebook where they're going to do an event where you can do like a small business Saturday sale and get free hot chocolate. So I got the dark chocolate, and that was after I took purchase of a box of K-Cups I decided to get for my sister and my brother-in-law. And when I went up and wrapped presents the following Sunday, I said, well, I'm going to make it from Santa, yours truly, and Santa's little helper, Hunter, my nephew. So there was that. Wrap some presents, and that was all barring Secret Santa, which was announced earlier this week, and for which I signed up. And that was quite the Thanksgiving weekend. That put the wraps on it, figuratively and literally, for Thanksgiving weekend 2021. And now we go off to Christmas time. And speaking of which, hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better this Christmas and. As we trim the tree, how much fun it's gonna be together. This Christmas, the fireside As you've no doubt sussed out by now, we're on the long road to Christmas. And I have to make an admission to you, dear listener and friend, or dear listeners and friends, plural. I miss my pre-COVID holiday celebrations around New York's capital region. Not gonna lie to you. If you're a longtime listener of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, you may recall that back in 2018 and again in 2019, I went out to Troy, New York for not only the Victorian Stroll, but the weekend after, Talk House would play host to this thing called Bays in Troyland, where the Troy Flea Market, they'd be in the ballroom, all these vendors would set up their, you know, their little stands, whatever, you know, hawking their wares, wearing their hawks, and spreading Christmas cheer that way, and then Downstairs at Franklin Alley Social Club, there would be the Christmas in July and December party. And, you know, Frank Sakari, his then-wife, now ex-wife and still friend and business partner, Heidi, would be running things. I interviewed Frank and also interviewed those who would, were helping out, like Barton Baker and all that stuff. If you haven't listened to those, they are in the archives. I pulled the 2018 episode out two years ago, and I did it again in 2019 so those episodes are available on spotify as is this whole podcast i'll tell you where else you can get at the end of the show but back to the lecture at hand here summing up i miss pre-covid holiday celebrations around here i certainly do and i'm not going to lie to you i have to make that admission get off my chest however i am happy to announce that we're going to have some semblance of a return to pre-covid normalcy why do you say that, Jay? Well, we got the 5th Annual Holiday Shitfest coming up. I'm recording this portion on Saturday the 4th of December 2021, and plans are in the works to go back to an in-person holiday shitfest. I've been texting with my good friend and friend of the show and many-time guest, Adam Parada, and we're going to cut this tight because he's going to be in town starting the 22nd of December, which will be three days before Christmas. So if we want a holiday special... We're going to be cutting this pretty dang close. 
I know what we're going to do for 143, which will be next week, but 144 at this point is going to be the holiday shit fest. And Adam will be there live. I don't know if we're going to get other people, but you can count Adam Parada at this point to be in the proceedings. We might have a super show like we did last year. It might be a mix of in-person and taking it to the internet. We were forced to do that last year. Go back and listen to that episode and all the technological uh, errors, snafus, and how it almost became a complete and utter clown show on my end. So there's that. So that's plans coming up for the end of the year. And then I'm going to take some time off. I'll be back in early 22 to get some more pine done. We're nearing the fifth anniversary of this thing. Holy mackerel. I can't believe I've done it this long. And I'm sure I blew your hair back too on making that statement. So that's future plans for the end of the year as far as the kitty pod goes. We're going to keep with the theme here of this episode for the holidays. It is the time of year after all. And we're going to go to the TK Little Smart and Funny Facebook page. And this week, the task of providing the questions has fallen to Mary Faye Randolph. And she lives a little note here. It says, if your religious beliefs or lack thereof cause these holiday questions to be offensive, please accept my apologies. I tried to make them as secular as possible. Since in the past, Tony, as Tony Kornheiser, and crew have spoken of holiday celebrations and parties, I wanted to pay homage to some of those pleasant memories. And Mary Faye will kick off the questionnaire in this fashion. Between holiday lights, holiday songs, holiday movies, and holiday cards, one has to go. And if you feel the need to explain your choice, please do so. Well, I said cards, and most everybody agrees with me. Scott Moffat said, I don't get many, and they're from people who I see frequently. I don't need to know about Johnny playing soccer. He's no doubt talking about the little round robin newsletter you get every year. I've seen pictures of him on the Facebook. Well, I think Facebook has taken care of the round robin. <laughs> it uh, bit that right in the dust or put it in the ground or something like that. I used to get one of those from a teacher I had for half of my eighth grade year, a gentleman by the name of William Carl, Mr. Carl, that is. And for many years thereafter, he sent us this round robin asking him, or telling him rather, how the family was going. Jolene Wojcik, Jolene, 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 Jolene. Hello, Dolly Parton. Said cars. Dina Yagodich somehow put D, meaning holiday movies, but she meant to say C. Dina writes, our Christmas cards are legendary. We've stopped sending them to people when we stopped getting them, only to have those people call to apologize, insisting they'll send cards again. I've had friends like that, too. I should probably check up with them. I like Christmas songs, including the ones we sing in church, so those need to stay. Lights? Heck, I would leave them up year-round if I was queen. She said live, but you get the idea. Jeff Turner, Bobby Gottfried, they all agree with me. Mary Faye Randolph, the author, said, I think the Aaron has replaced cards. And Jamie Julian, that's wife of the incomparable Robert Berg. So I guess cards are the majority here. All right, number two. Which of Santa's reindeer's names best describes you? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and of course, Rudolph. And she asked why you answer that. Well, I said Rudolph. I don't know when I put this here. This is making for great podcasting, is it not? Well, I'm going to go for my... Well, I'm looking for my answer. Let's just say we'll go through the, what the little said. 
Ben Danner said, Donner, you know, because it's only one letter away from Danner. And Mary Faye responded, Dancer is only one letter away, too. Well, it's a biscuit away, but what ifs. Dini Yagodish again says, Blitzen, by the time the holidays for me get here, I'm done with the fall semester. I can blitz all I want. Steve Oswald said, Donner, because he directed the Superman movie. Richard Donner, R.I.P., passed away earlier this year. Whole lot of responses here on this one. James Brazy said, Donner, because I like to argue about things that don't matter. He said Donner for some strange reason. And Claudia Harbort responded, you know Donner is a curse word in Afrikaans. That's a language they speak down in South Africa. Someone from South Africa, home of the COVID Omicron variant, allegedly, shared that with me. It was a curse word I could say in front of my kids, and no one would know what it meant. I answered Rudolph because I've overcome challenges to be the person I am today. Anybody seen the Rudolph the reindeer? The red-nosed reindeer, rather. Hello. Earl Clark, number two. Anybody who's seen that television special knows what the what the deal is about. I don't like Hermie the Elf, but whatevs. I'm no dentist, though. All right, question number three. Describe a holiday tradition that your city or neighborhood has. Well, I'll say straight off the bat, these are two events that I've mentioned, or at least one, really. One's my hometown of Saratoga Springs, New York, and I'll tell you all about it in next week's episode, and that's the Victorian Streetwalk. Since 1987... Saratoga has played host to this event. It was the Thursday after Thanksgiving. They closed off Broadway, and everybody would go wander around the street. You know, there's Victorian carolers and one thing or another like that. 2020, they went the streetscapes route because we're in the worst of the pandemic, and now they're bringing it back somewhat in 2021, but they're expanding it to a whole weekend. Troy, on the other hand, has a Victorian stroll, and I think it's gone on for almost that same length of time. And I mentioned it earlier, it was the same thing. I've been I've been going on a regular clip since 2013. They didn't have it last year, but actually they did, but they expanded to the whole holiday season. They're doing it again this year. Liquid break. Swig of, swig of juice for the working man. Anyway, we're going to go with the other little said. Sam Angel said, Balmer, 34th Street in Hampton Horn. Here's your small sampling. And they left a picture here because visuals are always great in a podcast. Debbie Chapman Mittman says, National Pageant of Peace. I'm fortunate to live in the D.C. area. A lot of good stuff over there, too. Steve Osbolt, here in Wisconsin, we celebrate St. Nick's on December 5th. That'll be tomorrow as I record this. Small stocking of candy goes to each kid. Bobby Gottfried writes, the local firehouse drives Santa through the neighborhood one night. It's great for the kiddo. They're doing something like that in Saratoga. I think they do something like that on Christmas Eve down in Cohoes, which is a little city near Bullet House. Shout out Aaron Scott, Derek Van Wee, and their little kid. Rob Colpine says, the lighting of the World War II monument. That's down in D.C. I have yet to see that. I wasn't there last time I was in the nation's capital. Jamie Julian also, wife of the incompetent Robert Burke said, in Chicago, there's a huge Chris Kindle market on Daily Plaza during the holidays. And she said that she missed it. Rupesh Sharma says, we have a horse-drawn carriage parade on the first Saturday in December. That would be today. He lives out in Cincinnati. Anthony Beeson. Well, I'm sure those two have run into each other a couple of times down there. The Cincinnati Zoo is a festival of lights. We went last weekend, did not see Reginald. That's Reginald the monkey, a little in-joke there. 
Bill Pitcher writes, Hers, the superior potato chip company, turns its driveway and guest parking lot into a free drive through light show. You can see the glow from miles around. This guy lives in Pennsylvania. I'm not sure where. Well, we'll take a look at his profile. Guy lives in this place called Corville, Pennsylvania, and he's originally from Johnstown, New York, Fulton County. How do you like that? What a coincidence. And then Claudia Harbert responds to Bill. There was a guy, currently in jail for embezzlement, unless he's dead by now, who did this sort of thing on his property in Colts Neck, New Jersey. They used to joke that you could see it from space. I've got a feeling I know who this person is. Don't answer that question. Well, speaking of light shows, I forgot to mention there's a whole bunch of them. There's this place called Quick Response, and these are guys that help out with, I think, uh, you know, you have like a fire or something. You can dispatch these teams. You can get them in there to help clean up the mess and restore things to the, war the way they were before. They have this little drive-through display. Let's drive-through last year. They're going to do it again this year, but... One weekend in December, I think of the same as uh, Babes in Troyland, etc. They would have this whole party. You know, families would bring their kids, you know, parents, kids, the whole thing. They would just let everybody just cut loose in that place. Now, with COVID, they decided to turn it into a drive through light spectacular. Did that last year. I don't know if we're going to do it this year. Brian Kissel says, my, in quote, second home, Ocean City, Maryland, has a winter fest of lights at Northside Park. Shout out. And my place is right next to the park. I can see about a third of it from my balcony. And Meg, he answered before I did. All right. Mary Faye Randolph, number four, write a short paragraph about 2022 from your hypothetical holiday letter sent from friends. Bobby Gottfried writes, Dear friends, I know these times have been trying. I know we don't always disagree. So to those who disagree, a hearty TK salute. And there's a drive in the deep left field by Castellanos, and that'll be a home run. <laughs> That's if they have baseball. Here's hoping. Scott Moffat, I survived 2022. Eat it, Saliza. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Steve Osbolt writes, Dear friends, whoo boy, what a year. I hope the next one is even better. Let's cheese or eat. I like this one. Ben Danner, Jesus wept. <laughs> That's like the second one in this whole group here. <laughs> Alrighty. What else? Uh, Claudia Harbert writes, I made it a whole 12 months without needing a preoperative physical. First year in six years. Here's to a new streak. May all of you be as fortunate. Love to all. Greg Smallwood, no, nowhere is optimistic, said it's still a pandemic. Lee Gordon, he's being optimistic here, said... So many good things happened in 2022. This was the year that Tony finally brought the show back into the studio. So Gary, Braun, Gene, McManus, David, Aldridge, Tori, Clark, Liz, Clark, Leon, Harris, and yes, even Chris, Saliza, were all back in their regular places, just like in the old days. And how great it was to have Howard back. That would be Howard, Far uh, Howard Feynman. Not Howard Farman. Hello. Mm, so great. Three strikes, you're out. Other highlights include Jingle Fest. Two for those who venture to Nashville and well as D.C. And Summer of Lil's were the best ever. I'll cut it off there. I wrote down, was this a better year than 2021 or even 2020? 
I wasn't holding my breath, so the fact that I've even bothered writing this while blue in the face is astounding. Season's greetings to one and all, if you want them. And finally, and I certainly mean that, Mary Faye asked, what's your favorite holiday recipe? And if you want to, post a link to it. And I said stolen from Allie because this was a tough one right here. Let me tell you. And I'll tell you what, Mary Faye, if you're listening, you brought the holiday heat, as I so wrote in the comments. No softballs or layups, just high heat right down the plate. So there you have it. That's a rather festive Friday 5 to kick off the holiday season. Well, I hope you enjoyed that one. Speaking of the holidays, I'm looking at my notes here. I forgot to mention this. I'm having a virtual birthday celebration. I got two of them in the pipeline, one of which hopefully will be on the podcast, and that will be one week from today, December 11th. We'll see if anybody's up for it. Hit the record button on that whole deal. And then a private one with friends of mine the night of my birthday. That would be the 16th. 39 years old. Can you believe that? Holy smokeroonies. I'm getting to be an old man before your ear holes. In other goings on in podcast land, moving swiftly on, there was no episode of Greetings from Allentown, but GFA Live, Peter Winston and Keith Langston did a live watch of the 1993 comedy classic My Cousin Vinny. Actually, it was 92. Fred Wynn passed away the following year. So take a listen to that. Peter can be followed on Twitter at GF Allentown. A bye week for both the sportscasters and the 24 inch podcast, so no Steve Bennett to get into this week. But just the same, you can follow the podcast and Steve at the sports underscore casters on Twitter. The Break It Down show, Pete A. Turner, what a week he had. Graham Hurley, Bill Mankins, and D.W. Wilbur among Pete's guests. You can follow the podcast at Break It Down show and the host of same at Pete A. Turner. And the Low Little podcast, Steve Osborne and Bob Stroll made their appearances on the day after Thanksgiving and Daniel Ford also made his way onto the big show. You can follow Chucks and Roxy's podcast at Loyal Little Pod on Twitter. As for this little dog and pony show, I already mentioned we're on Spotify. We're also on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, your podcast you're choosing. And there's also my true crime podcast, CR Crime. Hopefully before the holiday arrives, we'll have the Sapphire Terry episode. I meant to do it last year, but that never quite materialized. I promise you we will have it out this year. As for this show, back to that, if your podcaster of choice has a function where you can rate and review the episodes, please give me a five-star rating and a good write-up. That would really help. Please and thank you in advance. All right, folks, to end this episode, we've got the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week. We're getting to the end of the picking season here. I know with the NFL regular season being extended to 18 weeks, that we're going to do one for the last week of the regular season when we come back from holiday break. We will find out. I'll have some deciding to do. I'll let you know on that whole deal. But as for this week, we're going double shot, bartender. And that's because I want to get back up on Mount 500 because I went 1-3 and three over the Thanksgiving break. That puts me at 5-6 and six on the season. And I got two picks, one from college. We're into the championship season. Regular season's over. Conference championships are being decided this very day as I record this. And got one game from the pro slate. So without any further ado, we will get to this week's official plays starting now. Maestro? 
All right, we're going to go to Indianapolis for this first contest. It's the Big Ten Championship, Michigan against Iowa. The Wolverines are ranked number five in the nation and also in the college football playoff. Actually, they were when I wrote the notes, but now they are at number two. They are just behind Georgia and ahead of Alabama and Cincinnati. That big win against Ohio State really helped. They knocked the Buckeyes out of the playoff picture. And a win against the Hawkeyes can really solidify their case to be in the playoffs. And I'll tell you what, those Wolverines, Jim Harbaugh's boys, they really hooped me with the upset win against the Buckeyes last Saturday. Meanwhile, in the Midwest, Iowa surprisingly good this season, 10 and 2. Not in playoff contention, even with that kind of a record. But what can you say? It was an amazing season. I was looking to pull the upset, but I believe this is the game where Jim Harbaugh is going to slam his sausage on the CFP table and says, we took down Ohio State. We have finally arrived. So with that out the way, I'm going to take Michigan minus 11 points. That is quite the spread. So I'm taking Michigan minus the number. And now... For our second and final contest, we will go to the National Football League. What, no NFL primetime? Well, it's a Monday night contest, so we had to put down the appropriate music. And whoo boy, it's an AFC East division rivalry. The Buffalo Bills are hosting the surging New England Patriots. All of a sudden, we got a dogfight in the AFC Eastern division. Buffalo Bills look like they were going to have themselves another dominant season. The Patriots were struggling. They weren't sure how they're going to be with Mac Jones at center. Bill Belichick still the coach, of course. But Bill's uh, so far unable to fully capitalize on what was a surprising run last year. The Patriots have been coming up on them, and this is a big matchup all of a sudden. The line is minus three to the Bills, but I'm going to ignore the line. I'm going to take the over in this one. And if this bet doesn't hit, I am never, ever going to bet the over-under again. You have my word. So to recap, second-ranked Michigan minus a rather large number in the Big Ten Championship on Saturday and on Monday Night Football, take the over in the Patriots-Bills game. And that'll do it for this episode of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the 142nd of the series. I certainly thank you for listening. Never take the audience for granted. Hopefully, we'll have another episode next week, and we'll get the holiday shit fest in before year's end. So, thanks for listening as ever. I'll talk to you next time, or whenever that may be. And as always, and above all else, wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Hold us lift. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. <laughs> if you're religious, this has been a Kitty Pod production. Produced in Saratoga County, New York. Shared with the world.